Hello everyone, I'm Zinzi and welcome to the 19th episode of Flawed, Favorite, and Fabulous. Unfortunately, due to technical difficulties, we're not able to get Imani on the line right now, but we we miss her, we wish her well, and she'll be with us on our 20th episode. We only have one episode left to go after this, and next time we come together, we're going to reflect on the season as a whole. We'll answer any questions that people may have had from us, and we'll share feedback that we've received from people about our first season of this podcast. Now, as always, we're going to start off with some good news. And I'm very excited to be able to say that I was invited to speak about my book and to share my testimony with a group of very special women on yesterday evening. I had a whole workshop prepared for the ladies, but it ended up being my sharing or me sharing my testimony and how I came to write the book. We were all blessed by the time we shared together and they were given an assignment, several assignments in fact, to work on and they seemed to really receive it well and look forward to them. They even invited me to join them for Thanksgiving dinner on the Wednesday before Thanksgiving and yes, I will be in attendance. And when I texted the director a thank you note, she said, I can come back and present any Wednesday that I would like to, and that I'm now a part of their family. I love that they have invited me to be a part of their tribe. That was definitely a highlight for me this week. All right, let's get on into chapter 16. Chapter 16 is called Full Circle. And I open this chapter um calling the role on the ills that are plaguing our nation and the world. I list the pandemic, climate change, social injustices, police brutality. And at the top, I wrote that I didn't have, well, at the time I wrote this book, I should say, we didn't have two wars going on at the same time in two different parts of the world. So that's just added to the list war on in in war in Ukraine and also the war on Israel. There is so much to be afraid of in this life and so much to be stressed out about. And when I look at all this going on in the world, I wonder if anyone would be interested in reading a little book about how I lost my weight. Mind you, I get that losing 100 pounds is no small accomplishment. I also get that I'm not the only one who has ever done it. But I still have doubts as to whether or not people would value my story. I told the ladies last night that figuring out what makes you fabulous is your superpower. We must learn our gifts and our talents and our intended contribution to the world and walk in them without apology and without excuse. More of us need to tap into our super nature. That's the presence of God within us and start living in our personal truth that we actually are flawed, favored, and fabulous. The world needs your superpower. The world needs my superpower. 
And we were sent to this earth to share our superpower with others. We've been sent to this earth to be a blessing for other people. And what I do may be different from what you do that might be different than what she does, but it does not make it any less important or of value to the people that are living in this life with us. When we think about a superpower, a lot of times we'll think about superheroes like Spider-Man, Superman, Batman, you know, that kind of thing. But the truth is, we've been created to be our own superhero. You need to tell somebody that. Don't wait for somebody else to save you. You have the power within yourself to save yourself. I hope this is helping somebody today because it helps me. Some of us have been waiting on somebody else, our mother, our father, our boss, our significant other, somebody in our lives to help us get to the next level in life. When we need to realize that the first step to getting there is to, to the next level is to make a decision. To choose to change something within ourselves that has been preventing us from being able to elevate in this life. In my coaching practice, which is called My Beautiful Soul, you should know that by now, the mission statement of My Beautiful Soul is empower, evolve, elevate. Empower, evolve, elevate. I've been sent to this earth to do just this. The Lord has provided me with gifts, skills, and talents to be able to empower people to feel like they can make a change in their lives, teach them and give them tools to know or learn how to evolve into the better version of themselves, and then to move to a place where they can elevate into the best version of themselves. And, you know, most people leave my presence better off than they were when they entered it. And don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to be arrogant, but I've been, I've, I've been on this earth for a long time. I'm being sincere and I'm being confident. I've seen it too many times to not be able to own that I can pour into people and people's lives can be blessed, touched, empowered, evolved, and elevated. So why shouldn't my story be told? The question is also, why shouldn't your story be told? We all have a life. We all have a story that deserves to be told. And somebody needs to hear how you got through what you've been through. Somebody needs to know how to overcome the challenges and the traumas that have shaped us into be, being able to have the testimony that we now have. Somebody can benefit from hearing what we have experienced. So in this chapter, I find my voice and I embrace my story. Since obesity is an epidemic, not only in our society, but also in the black church, I recognize that my voice, my story, and my testimony all have value. Many churches and pastors condone obesity as an acceptable sin. I went to a funeral this week and the minister who did the eulogy could barely walk because he was so fat. He had to walk with a cane, but even with the cane, the struggle was real for him to get from his seat to the podium, which was just a few small, small steps away. 
This is not okay, people. This is not okay for a pastor to be so overweight that he or she can barely even walk to make it to the podium that you expect them to bring the message from. My congregation didn't love me enough to tell me in love that I had been killing myself, that I was sitting there killing myself. And even after I went blind, nobody sat me down to help me change my relationship with food. Nobody told me that they loved me enough enough to to tell me that I need to make some changes in my life that are going to be different so that I can live my life, not just right now, but have longevity. And now I realize this is a sensitive subject. I realize it's not an easy subject to broach, but the truth is true love is willing to be uncomfortable. If you love your pastor and your pastor is overweight, get them this book, introduce them to this podcast, refer them to me so that I can help save their lives. America is eating itself to death. We are here to help you learn to eat to live, but it boils down to our choices. What am I choosing to put in my mouth and how has it impacted my body? How has it impacted my quality of life and how has it impacted the people that are around me? The truth of the matter is you are what you eat. You are what you eat. You are what you eat. So far today, I'm keto yogurt, an apple, and some pistachios. This is who I am today. And I can think back on what I've eaten yesterday and even the day before yesterday. And overall, I'm very pleased with the choices that I make. Now, I will confess, I had a cranberry ginger ale yesterday because it was sitting in the refrigerator and I've been told how wonderful they are and I do believe that soda is liquid death but I decided to try it just to see and it was actually delicious but now I don't feel like I need to have another one anytime soon maybe I'll have one on Christmas who knows but the truth of the matter is I am pleased with what I'm putting into my mouth and what I'm putting into my body. And I am okay with being able to say that I'm healthy because what I've been eating has been healthy. In this chapter, I talk about knowing your personal truth. And I've assigned that, I assigned that to the women of the group that I, I, I spoke with on last night. And We have a responsibility to know ourselves better than anyone else. As an adult, it's not okay for someone to know you better than you know yourself. Nobody should be able to be a better predictor of your behavior than you. Know your truth, all of it, and own it. The flawed, the favored, and the fabulous. And, you know, I know that... It may not always be easy to embrace the challenges that we have in our lives, but we need to own them and know them so that they can be addressed. And, you know, I can say I went to a new level of truth when COVID hit, when the pandemic hit. A whole lot of things changed. You know, we we were shut down. There was a lot going on. People was gaining weight. I happened to be losing weight. But also, I stopped dying and relaxing my hair. And that was a big deal because 
Not long before the pandemic, I told my sister, I'm going to die with a perm in my hair. Or so I thought. When that pandemic hit, it changed a whole lot in me. I decided to go natural because if the world was about to come to an end or a dramatic shift, I wasn't going to have time for those extras. So I began to embrace my natural self, my gray hair, my natural coils that I wouldn't consider to be curls, but I have a coil pattern that I have embraced about my hair. And I remember when I committed decades ago, when I committed myself to dyeing my hair because I wasn't ready to be walking around with all this gray hair. My dad prematurely grayed, my mom prematurely grayed, and I saw that happening to me, but I wasn't ready to accept that truth. So I dyed my hair and this may not be true for everybody. I can't speak for everybody, but I can tell you this, dyeing my hair was a lie that I was living so I was not in my personal truth. I was afraid to stop dyeing my hair because I was afraid to see who I really was with all of this gray hair. Well, I cut all the gray out. Oh, excuse me. I cut all the black hair out down to less than half an inch of hair. That's when I, because I wanted to cut the perm out and the dye out. And I had a vision for wearing my hair the way I actually am wearing it now. And so I allowed it the two years, I guess, that it took for it to grow into the hairstyle that I wear now. But it's all natural and basically it's all gray. But you know what? I embrace it because it is who I am. It is my personal truth. And it took some time to get used to. And it was very helpful for all the compliments that people received, people gave to me. I received compliments from men, women, black, white, Asian, all different kinds of people have told me and continue to tell me how much they love my hair. So it just helped me to embrace who I was. But you know, even if I didn't get those compliments, I would still continue to wear my hair naturally because this is my personal truth. This is who I am. At the end of the chapter, I closed out with encouragement and empowerment to help people to make necessary choices in their lives in order to be able to evolve into the best version of themselves. And I think I called this chapter full circle because in this chapter, I refer Reflectively reviewed my walk from size six as a teenager to size six at my age now. It took 40 years for me to get back to this size, but I'm back. Hallelujah, somebody. I said, hallelujah. If you are listening, I want you to know You have the power within yourself to make the choices that can save your life and the life of those you influence. I don't know if you know this or not or even think about it, but somebody has been watching you. Somebody has been listening to you. Somebody has been mirroring you. Have you been a good example or a bad example? Take a moment and think about it. If you have children, do they have healthy practices 
as it relates to their meals? Do they have a good relationship with food? Are your children overweight? Do they exercise? Do they have practices that they will be able to pass on to their children to help their children also be healthy and live long, productive lives? These are the kinds of questions that we need to ask ourselves to help to identify our personal truth. So this week, I encourage you to review your personal truth that's already written in the journal from some weeks ago and think about who you have been influencing. You don't have to be on Instagram to be an influencer. Hello, somebody. I'm trying to tell you, there are people in your lives that see what you do. There are people in your lives that look up to you. There are people in your lives who pattern their practices after you. And I just want to know, are you leaving a good example? Are you making a good example? Do you like what you see? And you may like some of what you see and some of what you don't see, you may not like. Well, I'm here to tell you today that you have the power to make a different choice. And that change and transformation begins with that decision, deciding to make that change. I hope you get what I'm trying to say to you today, because when we embark upon a weight loss plan, it's, in, it's important for us to recognize, first of all, that it's not something that is going to happen overnight, especially if you have more than 40 pounds to lose. Even 40 pounds is a lot. Let's say 20. There are practices that we must embrace for a lifetime in order to make the change stick. And, you know, I don't recommend us losing weight for events, reunions, parties, weddings, what have you. I mean, if you have just like maybe five pounds to lose for something like that, okay. But anything more than that, it's really about changing our lifestyle. It's about really assessing how we've been eating, what we've been eating, and what changes are we willing to make. Because the truth of the matter is, I have people who I've declined as clientele because they're ref they're not ready to make the changes. And, you know, I'm not willing to accept money from people who I know are not ready to change. I want to help the people that want to be helped. We're doing this podcast because we're here to help people. We want to spread our message, not just across this country, but around the world. We want people to know and believe that there are better ways to live, that there are delicious foods to eat. You know, it was a wake up call for me when I realized that I could enjoy my food and lose weight at the same time. Now, here's a little tip. If you are embarking upon a weight loss program and you're not enjoying what you eat, you're on the wrong you're on the wrong plan. I'm going to say it again. If you're on a weight loss program, some people might call it a diet, and you're not able to enjoy your meals, you are on the wrong plan. 
you have to find the plan that works for you. For example, and you've heard me say these things before, I'm reviewing it because repetition is the law, is one of the essential laws in learning and retention. So I repeat, if you're not big on meat like Imani, where you find that animals don't agree with your body, or maybe even animal products like dairy don't agree with your body, then keto is not the plan for you. If you are someone who enjoys vegetables and fruits and you can live without meat, you might be a vegan or vegetarian. Or if you like so if you're someone who might like to, you know, balance it out, you like some of both, then calorie counting might be more your speed. There are all different kinds of ways to lose weight, people. There's not just one kind of way to lose weight effectively. Learn your body language. Learn what your body is saying to you and begin to eat in the way that your body responds favorably to and you will start to see the pounds melt away. That's what happened when I discovered keto. I was able to make it a lifestyle because I enjoy my foods. I enjoy cooking my foods. I enjoy the way my foods look. And I can do this for a lifetime. It's not something that I just have to do for weight loss. When I'm maintaining, I can incorporate more things like rice here and there, potato or what have you. But for the most part, I'm going to be low carb, low sugar. I'm going to be proteins, veggies, a few type of uh, fruits and fat and staying away from those sugars all that will help me stay on my path to not just the weight goal but healthy inside and out where my numbers my glucose numbers my blood pressure numbers my cholesterol numbers are right where they're supposed to be and I know that this is the plan for me. And so I'm challenging you, those of you who listen and who want to be healthy, even if you don't want to lose weight, but you want to be healthy, find the plan that works best for you and live it out loud. Don't be ashamed of it. Don't be afraid of it. Make, um, make plans for it. Think about what you're going to eat before you eat it. Case in point, I've been seriously committed to being strictly keto throughout this week. My only deviation was that soda I had yesterday. Everything else I've been eating has been strictly keto. And I've lost, I haven't gotten on the on the uh, scale because you know I don't like the scale. But I can tell by the way I look in the mirror and by the clothes that I tried on that, you know, that I've lost at least five to seven pounds and I've, and I've lost inches. I can see it in my face. I can see it on my stomach. And the dress that I, I was de- deliberating on whether or not to wear to this birthday party I'm going to on Saturday, I can wear. I like the way it looks on me now because I shrunk down in areas that have become inflamed because I had been eating foods that I'm sensitive to, foods that my body doesn't like. And when your body doesn't like the food that you're eating, it causes swelling. It causes, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Edema, inflammation in our bodies. And I could tell that my stomach area had been inflamed in a way that nobody else 
besides me might notice, but I don't like the way it feels. And so I committed myself to that because I wanted to look a certain way in the dress. And also because I wanted to look forward to being able to eat what I want this weekend, because this is a two day party that I'm going to be going to. And I want to be able to enjoy foods. I still make, you know, healthy choices, but I'll deviate as I choose to, and I'll allow myself to eat something, you know, as a treat to myself because it's a celebration and I want to have fun. I don't want to say, oh, I'm on a diet while we're celebrating somebody's 60th birthday. That's exactly what I teach against in the book. I teach against being on a diet on days when we should be able to celebrate, but you have to plan for it. You have to prepare for it. And so that's what I've done throughout this week. And when I look at myself in the mirror, I'm happy with what I see. I feel good about it. I tried on the dress that I want to wear. I tried it on yesterday. I love the way it looked. I'm excited about it. I don't even have to wear an undergarment if I don't want to. I'm going to just because the undergarments still make you feel snatched. You ladies know what I'm talking about. So I'll still wear my undergarment, but even without the undergarment, the dress looks fabulous. And that is a really good feeling for me to be able to see for myself and to be able to share with my listeners because I haven't always been able to say that. And even with an undergarment, when I was a size 14, you know, the undergarment will stop stuff from jiggling, but you still the size you are. Y'all know what I'm talking about. You, you still that size 14, okay? It don't change it from a size 14 to a size 10. It just kind of, you know, solidifies things so that dresses and skirts and what have you may fit smoother, but you still that same size. And so, you know, at, I, I sometimes I wonder why women like Kelly Ripa still wear undergarments, still wear, you know, these shape, shapewear is what I'm talking about. And because she's, she's the skinniest thing you might ever want to see, but she wears it because it makes her feel good on the inside. It makes her feel better about her shape and about how things fit. So I get it. Shapewear is not just for camouflaging. It's also for enhancement. And also it does a mental thing that's helpful at times. It, it just mentally makes us feel better about what we're wearing. So I get that. And I will be wearing my undergarment to this event and I'll be feeling good about it. Amen. Because I'm already feeling like I'm looking good. So I thank God for that. Now, Another thing to think about when we talk about bringing something full circle, sometimes our first mind is our best mind. And there are times when we might come up with an idea, but then we'll weigh all these different options that confuse ourselves and, you know, put things off and don't get around to doing it and start, you know, being in denial and all different kinds of things happen when we end up going back to our first mind. That was a thing that we should have done in the first place. And if we had done it, we'd be further along than we are right now. Now, here's a truth that I share with people from time to time. Whether you do anything differently starting today or not. Next year, this same time is going to show up. And the question is. What will you have done in this coming year that will make you a better you? Will you stay the same? Will you continue with your same habits? Will you continue to eat the way that you do? 
Or are you ready to make significant change? Are you ready to break generational curses? Are you ready to say enough is enough? Are you ready to become the best version of yourself and like what you see in the mirror, even when you're butt booty naked? If anybody is ready for that, then I say jump on the bandwagon with me. It's never too late. Get this book. Read this book. Share this podcast. Talk to me. Call me. Email me so that I can support you in your endeavor. You don't have to be who you are unless that's who you choose to be. You can be who you want to be. The choice is yours. You can make that decision today. You can make that decision right now. And I'm not just talking about for those of us who want to lose weight. All weight is not pounds of fat. Somebody might need to let go of an unhealthy relationship. Somebody else might need to let go of some bad habits like smoking or over drinking. Somebody might need to let go of uh, a toxic relationship in your friend group. Somebody might need to move away from the job that you've been on forever that ain't helping you in any kind of way except barely making bills, making your bills get paid. There's a whole lot of weight that we need to release. Somebody might need to let go of that trauma that you experienced from your childhood. You need to forgive yourself. You need to forgive your abuser and you need to move forward with your life. We already discussed how forgiveness don't mean you have to be back in relationship with somebody, but it's a freedom that you are able to get to be able to be in a free flowing relationship with God. Because unforgiveness, whether they re- re- whether they deserve it or not, if you don't forgive them, it separates you from God. And I don't know about you, but I can't afford to be separated from God at all in this day and age and in any day and age. So it's time, family, you being challenged today to let go of the weight and the sin that so easily besets us and run with perseverance the race that is marked out for us. That's Bible. Look it up. It's time to make some changes. As we move into the holiday season, as we move into preparing for 2024, it's time to reflect on 2023. What have you accomplished? What do you feel good about? What have you made of yourself? What have you done differently? And what do you want to see in 2024? You need to get your get your journals out and start writing down five or ten things you accomplished in 2023. Now what you still want to accomplish because it's too late now. We in November. What did you accomplish in these last 11 months? What are you proud of? What are you pleased with? What are you excited about? And in 2024, what do you intend to accomplish in your mind, your body, your spirit? your household, your finances, your job, your business, your church, your atmosphere. What do you intend to accomplish? And then use now to December 31st to prepare your heart and your mind for the changes and the transformations that will have to take place in order for those things to get accomplished. Because here's what you may not know. You haven't accomplished them yet because you haven't grown into them. You haven't accomplished them yet because you haven't evolved into the version of yourself that can handle that which you desire. But you got six to seven weeks 
to get yourself ready, to get yourself prepared, to move into, to evolve into your elevated self. Amen, somebody. Please subscribe to the podcast. But even more importantly, now that we're moving to the end of it, I'm asking you to subscribe to my website, www.mybeautifulsoul.org. That's where you go. And right at the top, you can subscribe. That way you'll get updates and um, notifications when a new podcast drops or when a blog drops. Because in the second season, the blogs and the podcasts are going to be, they're going to, um, they're going to complement one another. So when I put a blog out, it's going to be in preparation for the podcast that will be coming out soon after. And I really want my my listeners, our listeners to to be able to get that kind of notification and, you know, available at your fingertips. We invite you to, uh, you know, to follow us on Instagram. Imani is, I believe hers is Imani Legend. Mine is My Beautiful Soul Incorporated, My Beautiful Soul INC. And thank you again to everybody who's reached out and given us encouragement and told us that we've been helpful. People have have really been appreciative of Imani and being her being so transparent in her journey and the things that she has shared on this podcast that she does say is her therapy. And, you know, I say if it works, then let it work. And so, you know, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We're asking that you share this podcast with someone. I'm asking that you share with two people this week. Let them know, you know, they don't have to, they don't have to start with this episode. Let them start at the very beginning and just binge the whole season. We only have one episode left family. So be sure to tune in next week and send us your questions, send us your comments and your feedback so that we can share it with you on next week. Email us at info at mybeautifulsoul.org. So until next week, be strong, be well, and be you.